this. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. The way they're talking and getting those turnovers stopping them. Lou Anarumo told uh, Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson the very last play, I'm going to need you guys out there. Uh, I'm sure that they were just exhausted at that point, but he needed him out there because he needed him to end the game. And it was just it was just all around a good effort. You have uh, one of the top guys on defense right now and Trey Hendrickson in the league. Uh, and it's really, really fun to see. He feels like, honestly, a steal and underrated for his extension and what they're paying him compared to a lot of the other guys uh, around the NFL. But uh, where do you want to start on defense? Yeah, uh, I think the defensive line, which is the most impressive part, they had got constant pressure. Uh, Trey Hendrickson had one of his best games of his career. Trey Hendrickson, not sorry. Sam Hubbard had one of the best games of his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was against a backup right tackle, but he dominated him. And we've talked about that before. That doesn't always happen. Like sometimes that matchup happens. You think it's a big match, mismatch on paper. It doesn't go that way. This one went that way. He was awesome. Um, DJ Reader was a good run defender and one of their better pass rushers in this game. BJ Hill was getting a lot of pressure, including the last play of the game. And Trey Hendrickson won his matchup against a good player for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cross won some of those, but Trey Hendrickson also was able to get pressure and when it mattered and get back there, clean up some stuff with some sacks. And then I also thought that uh, Cam Sample had a really, really good game from rushing from the inside. He was running over the left guard for both his big quarterback hit before the half and his sack. He used the same move, actually, a swipe move to the outside on both of those. So that was cool to see. Um, Not what you got one Murphy snap and you get a lot of a sigh, but yeah, hasn't looked great. I don't know what's going on with that. Obviously, he's coming off an injury still. And I, I don't I don't get the Joseph Asai stuff. I'm not complaining because the D-line definitely stepped up. I'm just wondering kind of what the plan is with Joseph Asai. Well, uh, I do think in this one, Charles Cross got the better of him. Charles Cross is a good left tackle. I would like to see him rush over the right tackle a little bit more and see if he could have taken – any, if he could have gotten any pressure, any sacks, any hits on the backup right tackle that was in there. But Sam Hubbard didn't really come out of the game, and he was throwing gas the entire game, so I got it. I get why. And Trey Harrison was one that took some breathers, and so when he stepped in for that spot, those guys don't flip sides, and he just didn't win. And it's a little bit frustrating, and it's another one of those like T where I don't yet want to criticize a player too much because they could just be fighting through the yeah. injury that kept them off the field earlier this year. And we'll see going forward. Hopefully this bye week just gets all these guys that you're worried about feeling a lot better and playing a lot better. Yeah. There's a lot of guys. I mean, you can look at Cheeto, T Higgins, uh, Joseph Asai, Joe Burrow uh, getting this, this bye week at this time. And, and you hope that can only help them and uh, just getting that extra rush before you see the 49ers, but we'll go to the secondary. Uh, Cam Taylor Britt, I know we talked about him just seeing the matchup with DK. He's a physical kind of corner. You're going up against a physical wide receiver. It was uh, it was one of those matchups that I almost want to see again, just because Cam Cam had he was in his head. He was in DK's head uh, watching the replay because I didn't even see the DK push until after the game. Um, I'm on the clips and things like that. And just watching him out there was was really exciting to see out of the second year cornerback. And he was awesome. Uh, I thought 
really good. One of the best games he's ever played. You get the pick, you get the high quality play against a high quality opponent. Um, you get clutch pass breakups. I know he gave up the deep ball, missed a couple, missed a tackle, maybe two. Uh, and he dove for that one and then didn't get it and let the guy run up the sideline after the catch. But all those negative plays considered, I don't think they took anything away from the positive plays he had. And I thought when you weigh those against each other, I mean, the, the positive plays made it. So this is one of the best games I've ever seen him play, especially considering the competition. Um, Cheeto worth talking about just because when he came in and he got beat on the deep ball, he, it didn't look so much like the knee was an issue. He just looked injured trying to run and it felt it looked hard for him to run in that situation so i'm not overly concerned about him in terms of like ah, he just doesn't have it anymore i think that ball came and it was like a ooh, he doesn't look healthy enough to be on the field right now yeah he's battling the back injury um and it was kind of a game time decision with cheeto playing and you know he tried he tried to give his all, and and you hope that maybe this extra week during bye week will will kind of help him and, and rest him because you still want Cheeto out there. Um, you know, it's it's still impressive what he what he came back from in the offseason and and then he unfortunately had to battle another injury from practice. Uh, but we'll see what we'll see what Cheeto looks like when he returns. But you have guys like Cam Taylor Britt stepping up. DJ Turner, how'd you feel about him when you went back and watched the tape? It was a little up and down, um, but I think a little bit more up than I thought initially. It wasn't bad, and, and I know at least one of the plays, when I watched it again, I was like, oh, I don't think that was on him. Like, that was actually the guy getting behind Dax, and he's trying to help. Um, but, yeah, it, it didn't move me off of my feelings about him from last week for the most part, even if it wasn't as good of a game, just – He's athletic. Uh, he's a good corner, I think, and needs more reps so that he can be more consistent. I don't think he was bad in this game. I don't think he was amazing. I think he was all right. And those games are all those games are fine. I almost said all right again. Those games are fine. Like from any corner, you're going to have some games that are just all right, and you let a guy get behind you once or twice. We'll go to the safety position. Uh, it's been the talk of the defense over the last few weeks. We didn't see that 50 rotation pretty much like we thought we would with Jordan Battle and Nick Scott. Uh, Nick Scott, I know there was the pass interference on the first drive. Um, I don't know if that was a pa clear pass interference, but he got the pass interference. How did you feel Nick uh, bounced back in this game? I mean, really, the pass interference, by the level of the law, yeah, it's one, but – I don't think his hand impacted the play. Uh, he broke it up. And to me, I was like light. And yeah. it seemed like one of those where I, I don't think I'm going to criticize him too much. He was in a good spot. He made the play on the ball. He just had his hand in an unfortunate spot on the other side, and it didn't really have an impact on the play. Uh, I thought he was okay. The deep ball that was on him, the post – down the field, a quarter, quarter, half, he was in half and let the post get in front of him without reacting quick enough. Um, I think he's sometimes a little, a little too eager to jump out of his gap in the run game, and he has to fit the, he has to fit the run a little bit more now in the box because they're trying to transition Dax Hill to play more deep safety. 
and I think that transition is also happening because I think they want this to eventually be Jordan Battle's job. So they need Dax to be able to play deep more often because that's where he seems because Battle seems more suited at the NFL level to be more in the box and working against the run underneath whatever else with that, even though Dax is really good playing those spots. Uh, we'll see. I, I do think that the reason Scott never really got benched in this game other than a couple plays was because he didn't miss any tackles. Like, that was what I've been saying is that that's the biggest thing is he keeps missing tackles. And I think that's why he got benched against Arizona. We don't know. Like the coaches aren't just going to come out and say that. Mm -hmm. I don't think. Uh, but the, when I'm watching, I think he's fine for the most part. And then he'll miss a tackle or uh, doesn't make a play when he should in when there's a ball carrier nearby. That's the biggest issue for me is he's missing these tackles. And he didn't miss any tackles this game. Now, at least from what I remember. And I don't believe when I looked at the stats, I saw any missed tackles charted to him. There were a couple in the game, even though there weren't that many for a good running back and group of skilled players. I think that's the, that's what it is, though, is when he misses tackles, they're going to pull him. If he doesn't miss the tackles, they are perfectly fine leaving him in there because he's doing all right. He's adequate. You know, like that's kind of how I describe the whole time. But uh, some people want more and then kind of get hyperbolic on the other end about everything bad is his fault. Yeah, I think Luna Romo said they had five missed tackles. Um, when you go back two weeks ago to the Titans game, they had 12. So that's a huge uh, difference in, in just the last two weeks for the defensive side alone. 